I'm not singing that verse. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way I plan them to be. Ever. So we have a lot to talk about. I know, because we've been gone off the podcast airwaves forever. What, what time is it so I know? Oh, okay, good. I know what time it is so I know what time to end, because the card's going to cut out on this particular camera, because Malachi Mackay uh, has only has a 30-minute window. So listen... Final uh, information. The, the, for the our reason to the reason we've been gone, first of all, just as an exciting placement to start the podcast today, is because Jenna is doing a really cool new gig, and it took her out of town. Are you allowed to talk about it? I'm allowed to say that I'm a new series regular on Fear the Walking Dead. Jenna's a new series regular on Fear the Walking Dead. AMC and on AMC, and so she's in. Am I allowed to say where you're filming? Yes. She's in Austin, Texas, filming. Well, often. I'm here right now. We're, we're in our usual, one of our usual seven secret hideouts where we film the podcast, but she's often in Austin, and I'm left behind wearing an apron with the two boys. So uh, we don't get to do a lot of podcasts, but it's okay. It's okay because the, the sewing group that I'm a part of, they, most of them are really good listeners, <laughs> and like, I'll be like, my wife is really busy, and she's gone. She's making a lot of money on a really successful show, and it's really amazing, and it's really hard because I have to make pot roast for the kids and get them to the school on time and stuff. And they're like, oh, and so they really listen at the, at the sewing circles. Is it also called a circle jerk? No, we don't call it that at the sewing circle. <laughs> we don't call it a circle jerk. Um, that's a loud helicopter flying overhead. It, I shouldn't even say that. They'll never pick up on the camera. So um, I wanted to say, oh, so. I think you have a lot on your mind that you're dying to talk about. I'm getting that sense from you. A little bit. Uh -huh. Well, something happened. You're like, we have so much to discuss. We really do. And there's also one of my best friends in the entire world. Mine Cap too, but okay. He's more my friend. Because have you gone to Yosemite with him? No. Okay, well, I have a couple of times. Although we never get along when we go to Yosemite. But he happens to be here today, uh, hanging out. So one of the things that happened recently that made me laugh, and I was kind of excited to share it with my friend David, was um, I coach my son's little league baseball team. And uh, it's really fun. It's a lot of work. And there's a thing when you're a dad <coughs> that you, you have to get man voice first. You're like, <coughs> so, so here's what happened. When I'm coaching my son's Little League baseball team, I often wear sporty uniforms or sporty clothes, including cleats, because I'm warming up with the kids and I'm on the baseball field. And you're not going to wear sneakers on a baseball field because it gets all dirty. Can so we close the door and then it'll be less loud? Yeah, it's a little. There's there's a helicopter landing in the background. Background, I think, I think the That's president better. is. I think the president is here going for a swim in the LA River. Going for the swim in the LA River. So, um, so I wear uh, sporty outfits to the to the baseball games that I am the coach of. So I was really excited because I got a pair of sweatpants, and I cut them off at the knees, and I wore these sweatpants to the baseball game with all the parents and this and that. 
And Jenna was in a really bad mood that day the entire game. No, I wasn't. Well, there was something on your mind. I didn't know what it was. Well, you later found out. I later found out that. Okay. So you had done the whole game, and then it was like after the game, and then, you know, the kids like to stay and play at the park, and then there's like the next Little League game, and they would <laughs> have to watch the game and try and do the scoreboard and everything. <laughs> and... I'm standing there, and Bodie's <laughs> very known to be very enthusiastic <laughs> as a coach. So he's always like, good job, guys. All right. All right. And he's like very Bodie. Okay. He's not like a normal coach. He's like a high energy guy. So anyway, he's leaning against the fence kind of with... <laughs> and his hips are sort of forward, and he's sort of moving his hips back and forth while he's thinking, and he's in front of all the parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's because when I know what's coming, all the things you just described, and when you find out what's coming, it kills me. <laughs> I can see the entire outline of his penis in these shorts. <laughs> and I mean entire. I mean vertical and horizontal, like, the entire outline. There's like 20 parents and 30 kids it couldn't be more inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. And I'm standing there and an entire bleachers full of parents and he's standing in front of them all. Look at me. And I'm just standing there like, now every single mother knows the exact fucking ratio di dimensions of my husband's lower unit. Not to mention a few and I can't do anything about it. Kids. I can't say anything. I can't, and I'm just standing there staring at this. Wanting to fucking die. Oh, I can't take it. I can't take it. And then when I told you about it, I finally called you over in a quiet moment. I'm like, hun. Oh my god. Because we had our other kids... Um, baseball game later that day so we had uh. some hours to kill I was like you go home and change those flipping shorts oh, or I'm gonna go home and get you another pair but I can see the entire then you're defensive he's it's like no what here's, here's what happened now in the moment of clarity I see how horrible it is when you told me I was so embarrassed I got defensive so I was like give me a fucking break and <laughs> Because I couldn't experience the fact that I had been jumping up and down, rooting kids on, talking to them about how to position their hands during the swing, talking to moms about how great their kid is doing, all while my, <laughs> all while my chubby is just outlined well, in my... it wasn't chubby. It was just normal. Well, it was normal. Yeah. But, you know, I run hot during baseball games. <laughs> It was just a normal wiener, and it was just so inappropriate, which I never would have even thought to ever think of. Because you don't have a freaking quality control eye. No dad does on that. David, our friend Jesse constantly has... I see Jesse's outline. Outline of his workout shorts every time he walks over to us. It's a common Carrying thing. Carrying his giant jug of glass <laughs> bottle of water. He carries a giant glass <laughs> jug of water to stay hydrated. And he walks and he's swinging. And he's a super good looking guy. A super good looking guy. And he's got his short outline. It's very common for, for guys. For me as a girl, 
I don't want to know. I don't want to. I particularly have. A, I'm sensitive. I don't want to see the outline of any man's junk. I hear I, you. Unless I'm interested in seeing it, meaning I want to get with him. And, you know, if I was like single or something and like that interested me. But unsolicited, I don't want to see y'all's stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to know. It's a. It's a need-to-know basis, and those shorts <laughs> violate the need-to-know policy. It. I had to outlaw once I found out, and I realized I it. I threw them in the trash. I know I got them out of the trash, and I and I have them still because I have them You're for sleep in them. Well, I have them for home workouts. You know, when I'm at the house, but I can't wear them out in public to workouts or baseball games anymore at all. No, I can't. No, you can't. You're not it, allowed. It's horrible. I mean. I'm mortified by what occurred, which is why I was laughing. It's the uncomfortable. It's mortifying to me. Uh, obviously, the kids wouldn't even register it, and, and probably the dads don't either. It's probably only the moms that are like, oh, <clears> awesome, that are <laughs> that how are, wonderful. <laughs> well, I mean, so it's, thrilled about that. It's at least they know. At least, honey, no, at least stop. Don't even say what you're about to say. <laughs> stop. Don't say that. I don't even want to hear what you're about to say. I don't want to hear the justification. I don't want to hear. Well, at least whatever was going to come after. What was I going to say? I don't even. What I was I going to say? Just tell me. No, that. it's going to be something having to do with your lower part, and I don't want it said. I remember one time in acting class, there was a similar. Oh, you were doing like Romeo and Juliet or something, and you were in tights. Are we allowed to say here, Diana David, Miranda? Come here, David, come Are we allowed to say with Diana no, Miranda? No, no, no. Well, She's a good actress. She's that great. Has nothing to do with no. What that was we're just the Juliet. About. That was who the Juliet was. Vital information. I could dub it out, but I won't. Uh, but I, I could. Uh, hey, this is David O'Donnell, hey, our best hey. friend of a million years. And my, my bestest friend. And I, I love this podcast. I listen to it all the time and get very involved. I talk to my, I talk to my stereo in my car while I'm listening to it. I'm like, no, Bodie. No, come on, come on. That's bullshit. Do you find you're more Team Jenna or Team Bodie? It really depends. It oh. depends on who's more full of shit that day. Right. <laughs> Usually I'm full of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I, Bodhi's one of my oldest friends. I know his things that he does. I know, I know the little things that he gets away with and stuff. He get and away so, with shit. And so when I see Jenna go after him for it, then I'm like, does it makes you, you happy? Does it give you it. relief? Yeah, because you yes. see it, but you yes, can't say anything. I can't say anything. Friend. Right. I can't say that to Bodie. I can't say I can't do it. But when Jenna does, I go. Like, You're yeah. like, thank you. Someone's calling him out. What was the Romeo and Juliet story? Yeah. Um, you were wearing tights, and then you were trying to figure out what undergarment to wear, and it was like full outline. <laughs> In front of the entire acting class. I was like, there is no way in hell you're getting in front of that entire acting class for F 75 chicks to see the outline of your part. No yes, way, man. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. The scene was a spectacular success. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Story, I have a good story like that. Um, uh, is actually you guys came to see my play. I did. I did it. Oh yeah, okay. in Santa Monica, right? So yeah, so it was on on Santa Monica, and uh, so I'd come in that day, and I was wearing uh, Calvin Klein underwear, right? And the director comes in, and it takes place in the '60s, and he goes, uh, he comes in, he goes, you can't wear those underwear. That's that. That's not correct time period. You like people will totally see that. And I was like, I was like young, younger, and kind of not as experienced. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. You're totally right. So I took them off. 
And then I just had my pants on. And then I go out, and Jenna, I think Bodie, I think you were there too. And I'm doing the thing, and I'm and I'm and I do this move where like I, my pants, you know, like I split my fucking pants. I split and I had in the play in the play and had no, had underwear, no on. underwear underneath. And I was like, and it got real cold down there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my god, all of my friends are in the audience watching my dingus fall out of my pants. And thank God, it, I guess it didn't because nobody said anything. I didn't notice. But, Unless but I did, I was just probably like, oh, you, David. But you did a nude scene in acting class, completely nude. And I remember how brave you were. I was like, God, I would never do that in acting class. I would I never permit you to do I that. Did a, I did a play where it was every night I had to do it. Really? Do it. Yes. And all my friends came and saw what was going on. I'm so glad I did some not go see. I'm so glad I wasn't was really high. That, that, <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't a good supportive friend yeah, during no, that it was run really good. I, I think wouldn't have I think I don't think it, I think it would have just been burned in your mind for the for the rest yeah, of the I, would I never, went I went several times a week when I look at you I would just see I, your I went penis. to the show I went to the show so many times during that run I saw I must have seen that show five six times a week <laughs> I find it funny that so our camera guy Makai is cracking up at what just happened and you guys are cracking up and I'm not that's guy stuff. The, there is a spectacular... How do you say this in the most kind, politically correct way? Don't say it if you can't. Well, well, let me try it. Let me try it. Guys, straight guys, love in, uh, playful gay humor. Is that, that's not insulting to anyone. I, we did it last night. What did you say last night, buddy? Well, I, there's no way I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I know what you mean. But yeah, it's, it's playful gay... You know, yes. Like, you know... My buddies and I will go on a surf trip or whatever, and we're all, you know, changing in and out of our wetsuits, and it just happens. It's funny. It's a funny thing. It's not meant in, you know, there's no malice in it of any kind. No malice. And, and, Can we and move on? Yes, and I'll just say as, and I'll say as a tapering point in the last part of it, the gay men I know enjoy it just as much as the straight guys do when the jokes are made around okay. them. 100% true, 100% true. 100% true. I'm just sensitive. Okay, so it's good to have David here because David understands what it's like to, you know, to have a baseball game in front of 30 kids and 20 parents. With the wrong well, shorts on. I've never, I've never done that. <laughs> never done that before. Luckily, I mean, you have a daughter. That's pretty fantastic, though, that you did that. You were just, like, swinging those legs away and just, like, gyrating and, out and, there. And, and his hips, because sometimes when he thinks, down. he goes back and forth with his hips. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we've... <laughs> and, <laughs> and then it's just outline going like this. We know that. David and I have talked about that. Where Your hip thing? When you see a guy standing going like this, like, kind of thinking, he's swinging his balls between his legs. And David and I both had a talk once. We realized that... Many many guys do that. Many guys will. Yeah, well, why is it comforting to feel your balls swing back and forth? It's not a comfort. It's 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 just. Is a, it like playing with? Is it like me twirling my hair? Yes, hundred percent. It's just uh, like. It's like a meditative thing. It's like yeah. It's. It's like I have balls. Yeah, you're just thinking. It just helps you think I about have stuff, balls. right? It just. Yeah, they kind of clock between your legs as your eye, because I'll be like sitting thinking, and I'll kind of. He even knows what we're talking about. Look. He's same nodding. Yes. Same as Mackay. You're sitting there. And you're, you know, you're just thinking about like maybe, maybe somebody's helping you with something or whatever, and you're just like knocking them back and forth, and it just helps you, helps you, helps you focus. <laughs> totally helps you focus. So your scrotum is part of your brain, but you never well, even think, isn't it? I mean, you know that. Like, come on, you, it is. It, it is. Thinks a lot with his with his scrotum. I'm gonna say it's a lot. A lot of the thinking goes on. 
Can, I have a horrible confession to you that I'm going to make while David is here, and I actually feel like I have to handle this about myself. There are times, Jenna, and I know you know this, but I have to do something about this, where I get up in the morning and my day is planned around finding a way to get you in the house without the kids. Like, from the beginning of the day. That is 100%. That is 100% true. That is, and uh, Because I do that as well. You think about it, like, how am I going to, how am I going to, okay, she's sharp. My daughter's going to be at school at yada yada time. Oh my gosh, so right after lunch and is perfect. And right? the, totally. And the confession is that you, it'll be a slight thing where I, well, I'll be like, well, why don't we just have uh, the nanny bring the kids at four? And you're like, well, why don't we have them come at three because I want to see them? And I can't say because it's 8 a.m. and I'm thinking about how to have sex with you at four <laughs> now because it'll close up those legs. That vagina would dry up like that. Closed for business. So I have to just say, well, I don't know, because I think it's better. Like, and this, this is, happens you, do you know, all the time to me. Let me explain something to you. It makes total sense why you get all aggro when I'm trying to talk about, well, I want to see the kids, but I also have to prep for the job, you know, and I'm talking about how to navigate my choices. Why you get, you don't want to hear any of it. Because you're so busy trying to figure out when you're going to have sex with me next. Yeah. But then you make me wrong as if my trying to figure out how to accomplish all the demands in my life, half of them made by you, <laughs> are stressing me out. And you get agitated as if there's something wrong with me when you can't even hear what I'm saying because you're just trying to plan when you're going to stick it in me next. Jenna. That is insane. Jenna, you're totally right. Then I'm not talking to you about anything anymore. <laughs> and when I say I'm not talking to you about anything anymore and you say, that's crazy, it's not. Well, then I'm not going to talk to somebody about <clears throat> trying to plan a day when all he's trying to do is figure out when he's going to have sex with I, me I, next. I say something. I, I've had absolute Drops mic. Okay, sorry. Yeah, there's a drop mic. Okay, good. So I have absolutely had 100% conversations with my wife while we're in the office talking to each other, and she's talking to me about, like, important things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Important. Oh, oh yeah. Like, like finances or taxes. It could be like huge finances, things. Taxes. Oh, yeah. You know, we got to get this out. The deadline, IRS deadline is XX date. Absolutely. Whatever. And all I'm thinking about is like, how am I going to? How am I going to make this happen? Gonna, would she say, yeah, how fast yeah, yeah. would she shut and, me down? And, and do I have to start with a back rub? Or right. do like, oh my God. what do I have to say? What, totally. Do, do I just be like extra charming right now? Like, oh my God, how totally. is this going to make this happen in the middle David, of the day? David, and if they right? would just understand, David, if they would just understand, if they just fucked you, you could sit down for seven hours and have the most clear, yes, fantastic, then th then practical can, talk. Then you can think fine. Then you can think 100% clearly. And, but and there's something that happens where it just consumes your mind. Consumes. Right? Consumes. Okay, good. And, and you just have to handle it. And, and it, what's <clears throat> also funny is I know you guys have had this conversation before because I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Um, <laughs> and that is that. At first, it's like, you girls, you're like, no, God, what are you, uh, you're just bothering me. And then you have sex, and it's great. Oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, I needed that. And you're like, see? And then, and then the cycle happens again. You're like, did you just have, did you, did did you, you just amnesia? forget? Did you just forget about how good that 20 seconds was? <laughs> did that 20 seconds not mean anything to you? <laughs> I don't know if this is a mistake to have me on. No, I not, love this. Because yeah. I want Jenna to know that she's absolutely right. And if she just woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning with me and just took care of it. I'm up at Wait, 4 a.m. What the hell okay, are you not, talking about? We're going too far. Yeah, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. If I just woke up at 8 a.m. We understand our mistakes. We understand I've completed my to-do list we're, by 7.30. We're wrong. We're wrong and you're right. The point is that I'm saying that, that I was confessing to you that sometimes there's 
things where I'm trying to strategize the day, and part of it is thinking about that. And I'm confessing I it to you. I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. But yeah. men are beasts. And for, for like someone like Makai without a girlfriend, is it really just strategizing your day when you're going to jerk off? <laughs> Is it like you wake up and you're kind of like, huh, I wonder when I'm going to care. Oh, no strategy needed. You're like, oh, right now. <laughs> okay, quick meeting. No, yeah, good. We're good. Okay, we all good? We're good. All right. I can think clear. I can think clear. Okay, so this was fantastically uh, fun for me. I don't know how fun it was for you, but I had a really good time having my best buddy in here. I'm cor- glad. Corroborate with me. Well, because his wife, Jen, was on our podcast. And is one Before of our we friends. ever started filming it, she was on and we kind of ganged up on you. So you should have her it's back okay. and then you can, then yeah. you can totally gang up on Bodhi and it'll be great. It'll be really entertaining and I'll yeah. watch every second of it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, it's interesting to know because yeah. Bodhi tries to convince me. I'm not ready for you to go yet, David. I'm not ready for this to end. Yeah. Bodhi tries to convince me that how he is about wanting to make love to me and stuff, all men are like that. But I see men, they seem a little bit more enlightened like that. And how not would you possibly so know about how they are between the sheets let and at home? Finish, let her finish. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Well, I wouldn't know, unfortunately how they are between the sheets, because I have to deal with you for the last 27 years. You know, I, I, I will say... But I, I want to hear from David, because a lot of it is just Bodhi trying to justify to his wife. <laughs> so he's going to make these big generalities, like, all men all are guys. like me. So this I actually, nothing. I want to do like a man-on-the-street survey where we go idea. out, and I ask candidly other men, is this true? Because I need to find out. I need to do some research. But I'm going to start since you're here. Okay. If that's true. But is the question kind of basically like just Randy all the time kind of thing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I I mean, not where he's not like a weirdo or anything. But like he has a strong sex drive. And it's like, I mean, flattered. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, let's let's be real here. Bodhi has a a foxy wife. Okay. But is that true? Um. Uh, it is for Don't me. Don't just stick up for him. No, I'm not. It is for me. It absolutely okay. is. And it's actually, it's funny if, I don't know if that's related, but if I work out more, mm-hmm. it's worse. Mm-hmm. Like it gets, uh, your testosterone goes, mm-hmm. and then it's really, yes. am I right? I agree so heavily because you well, look maniacal. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way. There's a slight maniacalness in it. But yes, when I work out and I'm more active and I'm productive for doing work, I come home and I'm like stomping the ground and I'm like. I think every woman is going to feel for me right now. Right, girl? Probably. I mean, we're I kind mean, of being. what the hell? Yeah. But it's true. It is okay. true. I mean, th- but we I have some friends. From the woman's point of view, it's like. Uh, I, I would admit that we do have some friends who I go like, eh, maybe not that guy. You know. How would you. Okay. Well, you guys went on a dude a dude, no, don't out any of your friends in a bad way. But like, Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who aren't you guys that? Hmm. Do you have guy friends that seem not as much as you guys? I only have one friend that isn't like that, and this is a good friend of David and I's, that's one of those art guys, meaning he'd rather stay in his editing bay for 40 hours and not eat. Done. Just cut out. This one? Yeah. Here. That might just cut out. 
Okay, that's a bummer. Is it out? What about this one? Did it come out over there? <clears throat> we can cut this part Hello? out. Is it on Back now? in? Back on? Back on. Yeah, okay. okay. I have, we'll just cut that out. I have one friend who's an art guy that is like, and I, because I know the wife too, he is, he'd rather just stay in his editing bay and edit or make That's films. why she seems so happy. No, uh, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Um, so I think most guys, okay, I actually don't know. I have no idea. I know I have a strong, you know, I know my dad does. <laughs> my dad, because I know. His fifth wife. So, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he, he wore the other four out. <laughs> and the new one's nice and young. Okay. So she's got a few good years, a few good years. To keep going. I, I, I don't really know. I just know that um, it's a funny thing, and I wish I was. I <laughs> wish I didn't have to think about it all the time. I remember, I remember, Bodie, you and Bodie were. Oh no, maybe it was just you, but you were at me and my parents' house way back, and Bodie was just like, "I wish I could just lob the thing off. I wish I could just cut it right off and not have to deal with it." He's. This has been something that he's been aware of for a, for a long time. Yeah. I think so, that most men and women couples probably don't talk as candidly. Right. And the men are suppressed, which yeah, drives true. them to like yeah. maniacal internet porn viewing. Right. And the women are just gleeful with their girlfriends and children thinking everything's fine. I agree. So, so I think that once you start talking about something, honestly, it feels a little bit enraged and hot and feisty, just like yeah. your lower area. Yeah. But, um, at baseball games. At baseball games. <laughs> but I think... Uh, so I, I, I think what we're seeing let's summarize this which is basically really the only solution for David and I and most men out there is to just just c completely castrate ourselves utterly but I will say I will say something about that I think that is there anything that takes the edge off that sex yeah it's pretty that much isn't sex. it's pretty much that it that isn't sex but I will say that something that helps with that is if I'm really rocking and rolling and like bringing home the bacon and like kicking major ass it makes it way fucking easier. It really does. I know. I notice a difference with that. Like if I'm really just like sermoning it up. You mean makes it easier for her to deliver the goods? Yes. Yeah, that's the bit. Yeah. 100%. I wish you hadn't said that. I wish I'd cut this podcast off Sorry, just everything. two minutes before you I've said told that. You th I've told you that in very many incarnations. We're out of time today, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in to Kicking and Screaming. We love you all. We love you all. Um. <laughs> Uh, tune in to Kicking Screaming. Make sure to adapt for it out, make right? sure you to subscribe to Kicking Elfman on Instagram and on Twitter and uh, on our YouTube channel. You can in, you can subscribe as well. All right, we'll see you guys very soon. Fear the Walking Dead with Jenna and more to come. Yeah.